welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashergrow, and today we are here with Donald Jordan, Dr. Grant Studebaker, Mara Johnson, and Amanda Reed. They are all from Pathways, and they are here today talking about the MAT program. So how about you guys just kind of go around and tell who you are, uh, what your titles are, what you do for Pathways. Dr. Grant Studebaker, I'm a family medicine physician that does the MAT at Pathways. Donald Jordan, I work at Pathways, program manager for Recovery Plus and some other services. I'm Amanda Reed. I am the nurse over the Recovery Plus program. Mara Johnson. I am the Recovery Navigator Coordinator. I work in the hospital connecting patients with substance use disorder to different treatment resources. Awesome. Today we're going to be talking about the MAT program and the Recovery Plus program that Pathways can offer residents of West Tennessee. Dr. Studebaker, could you tell us kind of how the MAT and the Recovery Plus program began? So I kind of got into MAT over at UT when I first started seeing pregnant women, uh, we see a fairly high risk population of OB patients. And I realized there was a good number of people there with substance use disorder and didn't have anywhere to go, nowhere to refer them to. So I got training to start doing MAT or medication assisted treatment for pregnant women. Initially started doing it at our clinic over at UT, um, but it got a little too cumbersome there. So I got kind of plugged in with Pathways and started doing it over there. And since then the MAT or buprenorphine suboxone program has grown exponentially. Okay, so what did it look like before that began? So Pathways, before, they were doing some addiction treatment, and they were doing a lot of Vivitrol and kind of other treatments, but um, they weren't really doing any kind of Suboxone therapy before I started. Okay, so what exactly is Suboxone therapy, and how is it helpful? Suboxone therapy is um, it's a medication used to try to get people off of opiates, so it helps control their cravings and kind of gets them out of withdrawal and controls that desire to use, so we can get them plugged into counseling or okay. social services to kind of help them get their life back in order. Okay. We had already, we had already been doing Vivitrol. Amanda got that program started, Amanda, in late 2017? Yeah, August, it was like August or September of 2017. So Vivitrol works for opiates and alcohol, but has not been approved for pregnant women, whereas Suboxone has. And so the ability for us to bring on someone like Dr. Studebaker, who obviously is well-versed in family medicine mm-hmm. and perinatal issues, to be able to add that to more traditional talk therapy, inpatient services, detox that we offer at Pathways has been huge. Um, He's brought us light years forward in terms of the treatment, just standard of care, best practice treatment we're able to offer expecting moms and new moms. So whenever I first came to Pathways about three years ago, I only came back part-time and they offered me a position of managing two women at a mother's love, which we'll talk about that I'm sure later. Sure. And then a handful of Vivitrol patients, which the Vivitrol patients are once a month. So it's not like you see a lot of patients every day. Right. We started doing that. I did that part-time within a few months. It quickly turned into a full-time position and everything just kind of took off. I remember it started out with only like five Vivitrol patients and then two pregnant women at a mother's love. And now it's grown into enormous amount of people. And has obviously spread beyond just pregnant women, but oh, yeah. sure. anybody with 
substance use issues specifically related to opiates or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we found that the pregnant women were a very high risk population. Nobody really wanted to, I guess you could say, treat them or mess with them because they are pregnant, obviously. Right. So finding them care was really hard. Thankfully, we had a psychiatrist at the time who kind of was comfortable enough. And then Dr. Studebaker just kind of took over that. And it's been great ever since. I think it's rare for a community mental health agency to be equipped to serve pregnant women with substance use disorder. Dr. Studebaker and the other folks he works with at UT Family Medicine really have put Pathways in a great spot because it's not, there's always this dichotomy between mental health, behavioral health, and medical care Mm -hmm. uh, that we know is not a real thing, but it gets treated like they're two completely separate Mm -hmm. entities. So to be able to bring in a family medicine provider who's aware of and has expertise in substance use treatment into the the landscape of pathways that for decades has been doing other non-medical kinds of substance use care has been a has been a sweet spot i think yeah. for us to hit and the growing numbers of participants show that the need is great in mm-hmm. the area there are few places that do it and i would say much much fewer that really want to do it well and take care of people all the way around sure what made me think of that was the pregnant population amanda talking about all those kinds of additional risks now it's not just your patient or your client but you've got more than one client uh, when they have a baby on the way and there are all kinds of things that nobody in behavioral health would be prepared to deal with in those terms. So that's when bringing in um, Dr. Studebaker who, and I'll let you talk about that, really has is able to link these clients to all the other kinds of medical services they need in addition to the substance use treatment so that, you know, we have a healthy parent and a healthy baby yeah, uh, that's when great. the time comes. That's great. Yeah, it is really pretty nice because if they're not in prenatal care don't have prenatal care i can easily get them over to our clinic or somewhere else that can get them prenatal care but we can get them in with the high-risk doctor dr holke at mid-south perinatal to kind of monitor their growth because that's one thing we're concerned about with substance use in moms is the baby is growing okay sure not only that i still deliver babies and i take care of babies in the hospital so most of the time i will see these women in the hospital and take care of their baby and can help them all the way through their entire pregnancy and even after a lot of the moms bring their babies over to our clinic for us to see that's got to be a good comfort for those mothers who are who are dealing with that to have work. Yeah, with I mean, they're person. seeing the same provider, the same person, kind of take care of them and their baby throughout the entire thing. Right. That's that's great. Yes. So as MAT continued to grow, so did the other kind of connected services we were able to offer at Pathways. We've always offered intensive outpatient counseling groups, outpatient counseling, med services. But then Mara was one of our first hires for the Recovery Navigator program that started a little over a year ago. Okay. And so even even thinking about patients being able to see the same doctor for substance use treatment, as well as in the delivery room, Mara and her team of navigators have also gotten to walk with folks even before they ever meet the doctor. And then long after the baby is born, I know I can think of a few examples where Mara becomes a de facto godparent um, <laughs> and sets up appointments and schedules herself to babysit while the yeah. mom is in the session. So I don't know if you want to talk about any of those situations or what you like well, about it's, that. Well, it's been really good for us and to have Dr. Studebaker on board. Um, you know, he can come through, call me if he has a pregnant woman in the hospital. He's contacted me several times. That's where myself and my team can come in. We offer support, offer them treatment resources. If they want to do outpatient MAT, we can set them up for that. We've provided our clients with rides to and from their appointments, mm-hmm. setting up their appointments, just providing general support for them 
because it's important for them to know that they're not alone. Right. You know, all of the recovery navigators are in long-term recovery. And so we understand what it's like to have been there. And I think it's important for these people to have somebody who understands because a lot of times they do have family support, but it's very hard for someone to truly understand it unless you've lived it yourself. Sure. And so we come in, we provide the support. Um, we've had several successes with healthy babies being born. And so it really kind of just flows from, you know, Dr. Studebaker giving us the referrals, then, you know, Pathways getting the referrals, and we're able to kind of encompass them with all these different levels of care in order to help them be successful. I don't want to give Amanda too much credit, um, <laughs> but since she initially, really with her being the face of a contact with Pathways initially as the program started, I think a lot of her personality and character and the way that she interacts with patients, which is met equally then by Dr. Studebaker, has actually shaped the climate of the program in a way that one of the things we, I've been trying to use the word hospitality lately, one of the things that's a big deal to us is because we have folks on the team who have been in recovery and just from working in the field, we know that somebody, if somebody shows up in the emergency department who is pregnant and has a substance use disorder with opiates, mm -hmm. they're gonna get looks, mm -hmm. not just from inside the, you know, wherever they show up at their crisis, but everywhere. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that we can create a culture for patients where we recognize their humanity. We're not giving them a gift in doing that. It's right. We're recognizing that we're working with other human beings just like us yeah, who have great. these issues. And so I think it really has shaped the climate that our patients come into. And I love the fact that one of the few things that will rile up this team is if somebody of ours is not being treated with the dignity and respect they deserve right. anywhere. It's kind of, we don't get our feathers ruffled much, but when that happens, I think we all kind of come out, which which is exciting. And I think in reverse, it does go to show that Mara's gonna be sitting in the lobby, rocking a baby, talking to another little kid. <laughs> right. Um, Amanda's gonna be giving somebody a hug. Dr. Studebaker's already been talking to this person throughout the week. So that's been, that's a fun part to watch, especially, it's great with every client, but I think with expecting and then new mothers, it's even more so you have a, you have a very tangible, healthy yeah. outcome of good work, which in mental health substance use is sometimes hard to find. Yeah, because there's such a stigma about everything. It's about mental health, substance abuse, whatever. People, a lot of people feel ashamed of that. They feel ashamed that they have that and, you know, making them feel like it's normal. You know, we're treating your mental illness or your substance use just like we treat diabetes or high blood pressure, just like any other medical condition, and making the patients feel like, you know, just because you have this, it's not a big deal. Right. Like, we can work with that. We know how to, you know, make you live a quote-unquote normal life. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of it's about giving them a safe place to just come and be who they are, no matter where they are on their journey. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that we really accomplish at, at Pathways is being able to give these people a place to come and feel safe and talk about what's really going on with yeah. them. And, and therefore we can treat them better because they're more open and honest with us because they feel safe. That is one thing I see is a lot of people do come in and have a guilt about what's going on. And, and it, it's very hard for them to open up initially and, and tell us exactly what's going on. But because of the environment that we've created over there, um, it doesn't take them long for them to realize that we're really here to help them. And it's funny, Amanda said that, you know, like diabetes or hypertension, that's one example I use for a lot of people to explain, you know, substance use is a disease, just like diabetes or hypertension. Sure. And some people can and do everything right. And, you know, they still need medicine for their diabetes. And it's the same with substance abuse. Some people can do everything they need to be doing. And, and sometimes they just need some medicine to help. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Dr. Studebaker, you mentioned initially when you were interacting with pregnant women with substance use disorder, there wasn't anywhere to send them. <laughs> 
Although I do know that, especially when people hear the word Suboxone, I mean, there are billboards and clinics and offices everywhere that offer that. So what do you think it was you were actually looking for, not just someone to provide buprenorphine, but really the kind of care that you noticed did not exist at the time? Yeah, you're right. There's clinics everywhere. Um, but unfortunately, most of my OB patients are not able to afford those clinics. Uh, most of them are cash only. And the majority of our patients are tin care. Um, and so just don't have the resources to be able to pay for a cash only clinic. And a lot of the cash only clinics won't see pregnant women. Um, and so I was looking for something, one, that the patient could actually afford and something that would benefit them. The medication is just a very small piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. The medication helps get them controlled, but it's the counseling and it's the peer support and the social support and everything else that we can provide is what's treating their addiction. The medicine just helps stabilize them while we treat what's going on with the addiction. Gotcha. So Amanda, earlier you mentioned something about a mother's love. For people who don't know what that is, can you give us a bit of a description of what that is? So a mother's love is actually a program from ASPL Recovery. Um, it's like a residential treatment center that is treating pregnant women. Um, it used to be just for opiate use disorder, but recently they've opened it up to any kind of substance use. Mm -hmm. But it's a residential center. Women can go there pregnant and they can stay there after they have their babies, but they just provide all-around care. Pathways partnered with them to be able to provide medications to certain patients, and that's what that is. But with that being said, not everybody needs residential treatment. Okay. We have a lot of pregnant women that we are able to treat on an outpatient basis, but for those who are who think that they need residential, a mother's love is one option that we use. Okay. So initially it was, the program was... I started after Amanda had started in this position with MAT, and it was often referred to as the Vivitrol Clinic. And so we knew that we were expanding beyond Vivitrol to Suboxone and that we were working on other policies and procedures to be able to do that as well. But we partnered with the state, Dr. Studebaker mentioning that we're able to treat people who don't have the income. So we can see people if they have private insurance all the way through people who have absolutely no insurance at all. Oh, okay. And so a lot of these other clinics, people have to find $500 worth of cash a month for Suboxone. Yeah. I would not be able to afford $500 in cash for medication that I needed. And if substance use is an issue anyway, that puts people in all kinds of difficult positions sure. to be able to come up with that. Absolutely. So through a partnership with the Tennessee Department of Mental Health, Substance Use Services, Pathways is able to offer those services to pregnant women as well as everybody else dealing with some kind of substance use issues. So it grew beyond pregnant women. It grew beyond just Vivitrol and Suboxone. It grew into the recovery navigators. Mm -hmm. We now partner with eight jails in eight different counties across oh, wow. this side of the state offering through telehealth services we're able to offer recovery support services we're able to offer mat to those folks but that's really how the birth of recovery plus started we okay. wanted people just like dr studebaker mentioned mat is medication assisting the treatment to help get them stabilized so that the full scope of treatment can happen gotcha and so initially it was trying to figure out how can we talk about this program in a way that people know this is different than any other pop-up pill shop that we're operating a very different kind of thing here. And right. so as the scope of the services we offer got broader, everything really began to fall under this concept of recovery plus recovery is what we're after. We can do that with you, whether you don't need or want medication assisted treatment. If you do, if you're in jail or coming out of jail, if you're pregnant, if you're a working mom or a working dad, mm -hmm. um, all the way across. So really recovery plus what we call that whole collection of programs 
where from Mara in the emergency department to Dr. Studebaker on a floor of the hospital or in outpatient appointments at Pathways, or if people need to go onto a detox unit to get enough out of their system that they can safely go to residential treatment or even go back home to outpatient treatment, all of those services. We'll meet you in the ER and then we'll follow you all the way through till you're doing well for months and months and yeah, months. That's great. Do we know what our return rate is on the people we've gotten to the ER? The last numbers I saw, Pathways, the recovery navigators generally, they're responding to people who come into the emergency department, not necessarily seeking treatment, just for some reason. Mm -hmm. Two thirds are alcohol related because of all the other issues folks with alcohol use disorder deal with. But yeah, the number has stayed pretty consistently between 70 and 80% of the people that we get a phone call on from emergency department staff do get placed in treatment. Some sort of treatment. It may not be residential treatment. It may be outpatient. It may just be detox and then medication-assisted treatment. Mm -hmm. There's many different options that people have, but we're placing 70, 80, 80% of our patients in some sort of treatment. You've always heard numbers don't lie, and those numbers clearly say that this program is working and providing the best care possible for people who are struggling with addiction or struggling with opiates in West Tennessee. That's fantastic. I was on a call last week, some kind of training call, where I was on a panel with a few other folks, and the question was asked, how are we working to integrate medical care and recovery support care and behavioral health? And when I told him about the setup that we had between UT Family Medicine and Jackson General, the other West Tennessee Healthcare hospitals and pathways, they were jealous. It's unusual for us all within one umbrella to be able to work so seamlessly. Dr. Studebaker's been probably the biggest part of that because he's obviously connected to both the hospital and the clinic and pathways, but we're able to offer a continuity of care because of our setup that I don't know of any other place that place that can. We can get you started once you leave the ED and get to the inpatient unit. We can get you detoxed off of alcohol, get you started on that first shot. You've already met the person who's going to see you for your next appointment a month later. Yeah. And we're following up with you in the meantime just to make sure things are okay. So we've got a good setup and we've got great patients. So we're lucky to have some great staff to, yeah. to be able to work with and serve them. That's amazing. So yeah, folks at home listening to this, if you guys are struggling, you don't have to do this alone. We have plenty of resources here to help you. Donald, what's that phone number someone can give a call to? Actually, Mara and the Navigators are on 24-7, so I'm going to let Mara give that info. Okay. So you can reach a Navigator 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 731-541-5485. That's officially our office number, but it is routed to someone's personal cell phone oh, at all great. times. So what I'll do is I'll link that number Absolutely. in the bottom of the description Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Also in the description of this podcast will be a link to the Pathways page on the West Tennessee Healthcare website. So if you have any more questions, feel free to go to that link and they will be able to answer them from there. Thank you guys so much for coming in today and talking about the MAT program and Recovery Plus. It's an amazing thing for residents of West Tennessee and beyond. Again, anyone listening at home, if you need help, help is here. Please reach out. They strive to be here for you. They love what they do and they want to love on you guys if you need it. Thank you guys again for listening, and this has been another episode of We Talk Health.